Separated parents, does your child feel like a visitor? Hello everyone, welcome, welcome to Signpost for Living with Dr. Kirsten Hunter. We've got gorgeous Kristen Coggan here. Hello darling. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Excellent. So we have a topic today Mm. that I might know a bit more about than you. Yes, Yes. I think you will. I think I will, clinically and personally. So I want to talk about, um, you know, when you've got separated parents Mm -hmm. and how to do it well so the child feels incredibly included in both of their homes. Yes. Incredibly important, right? That's what you want. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, good. So... Okay, so some parents do this fantastically, mm-hmm. right? So either they do shared care, and yes. so it might be 50-50 or it might be, you know, something close to that. Yes. And um, the child turns up and that's their home and they're part of the routine. They have their their bedrooms. They have their um, inclusion with regard to decisions about what the family's going to be doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and also um, jobs. Isn't that an mm-hmm. interesting one? So come back to jobs. Let's talk about jobs. Okay, right. Let's talk about jobs. Mm-hmm. But can I say that there are some parents that don't get it right? I would think it would be very easy to not get it right. Yes, yes. And normally what I see thousands of times, so this is not a small issue, um, is when there is a primary parent mm-hmm. and then there's a secondary parent. And when I say secondary, I mean that the child might go there every second weekend. Mm-hmm. Right, and it might be a long weekend, it might be a short weekend, every second weekend. Um, they turn up there at that second parent's house, and they feel like a visitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, they don't feel like it's their own space. Yes, and um, and that's really sad because this is theoretically their second home. It's their parent, and they feel like they're a visitor in that home. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things that I see that contributes to that is that they don't have their own space. Yes. Um, maybe they think the parents, the second parent and maybe the step-parent might think, well, they're only here for two nights. They're only here for three nights. So we're not going to really prioritise that. Mm-hmm. Um, but can I just say, a lot of people get this right, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. It's just something to be mindful of. Um, or they don't kind of take them into account and and think about what they're interested in, uh, they sort of say, you come and fit into our yes. life. Yes, okay, yep, yep. Yeah, and all the way through to not really understanding what foods they like or don't like or even are allergic to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then the kid turns up and they feel like they're kind of a bit of a wallflower and they're just sort of sitting there and um, and they don't feel included. And, of course, what happens from that, can you imagine? Oh, it'd be terrible. Yeah. It would be awful for the child and then they wouldn't want to go there and then... The parent with the majority of the time with the child would not want to send them away to somewhere they didn't want to go, or you know, or there's all sorts of mm. um, dimensions that could be a problem Absolutely. with that sort of thing. Yeah, it gets in the way of really forming that meaningful mm. relationship. Um, and they also get the message, "I'm not important." Mm. Um, they feel like a second-rate citizen. Mm. It's not a good thing. Um, so yeah, a bit of personal disclosure. So my ki- my parents separated when I was nine, mm-hmm. and I lived with my mum, and I had every second weekend my dad's Mm -hmm. and just me cruising along there and um i have a beautiful brother who's awesome and he was a product of my dad's next marriage with with um his wife then and um but yeah so when i used to go over there 
they had a a spare room and I would stay in the spare room mm-hmm. with my little bag. Mm-hmm. And then when I'd leave, I'd leave with my little bag. Mm-hmm. And there was no evidence of my existence in that house. Yes. So I was a visitor. You were the guest. I mean, it's not about feeling like a visitor. You actually are a mm. visitor. And... Um, and when I would have uh, sporting events or when I would have anything on, I'd just have to miss it. Yep. There wouldn't be kind because of Because like, that was your weekend at Dad's and that's where it, yep. you had to be. Yep. I just fit in with them. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, it was a real sense of just a sort of like this invisible, being invisible mm. in this supposed family. And, uh, you know, that sounds all really sad because it was. Mm. But um, I think it makes me that much more insightful with regard to kids and parents needing to get that right. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, it's really powerful um, to decorate a bedroom. Yeah, well, to have a space in the house that is theirs. Yes. And it stays that way whether they're there or not. And even if they share that room. Yes. That's okay. You yep. just need a bed. Just a space that's theirs. You need a quilt. Yep. You need some personal clothes that stay there. Mm-hmm. A you toothbrush that tooth- stays there. Yeah, I did have a toothbrush. I did have you? to admit that. I did have a toothbrush. Yeah. But you know what? Actually, I'm assuming I had a toothbrush. I don't actually know that. <laughs> That's sad. Okay. Maybe you just didn't clean your teeth and it didn't matter. <laughs> or maybe I packed it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. And, and having some toys and having some stuff on the, on the wall and just being a messy kid and not needing to be perfect because, mm. you know... I mean, honestly, how often do you use a guest room as well? That's right. You know, that guests can fit around the kids that are the family, for goodness sake. Yes. So, yeah, it's just so important. It's so incredibly important. Mm. It's also incredibly important to um, be in tune with what the child's rhythms are. Because, of course, you've got to pay attention to when the child goes to sleep and what they do rather mm. than the child fitting with you. Mm-hmm. And you know, what's important to them with what their interests are and what their likes mm. are and all those sorts of things. Basically, know your kid. And um, and that often doesn't happen. It's sad, isn't it? It is. It is. Now, can I just really say again, mm-hmm. a lot of people get it right. Yes. Please don't think that I'm saying that when you have your kid every second weekend that it means that you're not prioritising a child or fantastic. I understand. Because a lot of people get it right. Yeah, I was just about to say, on the flip side, mm. there'd be some kids where that, that second place is the preferred place and it's oh. better for them than the... So we call them Disney Dads. Um, and Disney mums. Yeah. So that's when they turn up every second weekend and they are the prince and princess. They are absolutely spoiled and glorified. They mm-hmm. spend the whole time going to theme parks and spending a lot of money on all of those gamey things. Um, they buy all the stuff under the sun. They get spoiled rotten. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no rules. There's no – there's nothing. There's just mm-hmm. – it's just full-on kind of sheer anarchy. Um, and, and it's buying a child, blatantly – Buying a when I was a kid, though, had I been in that situation, I would have totally exploited that. Well, every kid does. To my does. own benefit and every loved it. Every kid does. Every kid's yeah. like, yeah, bring that on. Yeah. Um, and then the primary parent gets really peeved off because, mm. of course, you know, a sugar-high child with no mm. boundaries comes back. And why can't we go to, you know, Dreamworld every day? Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and they're the ones that have to do the, the parenting and the less the, sexy stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. That's probably not great because that's not parenting either, is it? That's just mm. basically behaving like a... I could do that with anybody. Yeah. Like if I only had to have somebody for two days a fortnight, mm. you could be anything you want yeah, for those two days. And, and you don't want to base your relationship on spoiling the child and the child being, you know, basically mm. 
you know, enticed. Mm. That's not good. No. So, yeah, please don't be a Disney dad or a Disney mum. That's what we call them. Disney dads. See, I used to call my husband the good time parent. Because <laughs> Was he? Yeah. Well, because, you know, like he works long hours and he works seven days a week because that's him. And so he'd only come home sort of at the end of the day once I'd done all the discipline and the running around and do your homework and eat the your parenting. breakfast and brush your teeth and all that sort of stuff. The parenting, And yeah. Dad would walk in the door and be, Dad, Dad's home! And he'd be so much fun for an hour before he went to bed. <laughs> he, was the, he still is probably the favourite parent, if I'd be really honest. <laughs> I used to say, it's so nice for you being the good time dad, oh. good time parent. Oh, that's a tough gig. It's completely off topic from what we're talking about, but yeah, I relate. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Dad's home. Super. You can all go and have fun with him now and I'll clean up the mess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bitter. And <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep telling yourself that over and over. Oh, that's funny. Yes. All right. Well, I just wanted to talk about mm. this one because, you know, separated parents is super common and um, it's, it's challenging and, you know, as parents, I think one of our primary emotions is, is parent guilt and fear of getting it right. So I think the more information we can get to be able to, um, mm. you know, help us to find that middle ground, which mm. is always a challenge. You never get it right. Um, mm. Sounds good, hey? But just put the kids first. Put the kids first. Know your child and have it be their home. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, darling. Right. Appreciate it. For all of you who would like to find Kirsten Hunter elsewhere, her website <laughs> is kirstenhunterauthor.com. Facebook and Instagram, you can find her Kirsten Hunter author. Her Twitter handle is Kirsten Hunter AU. Her YouTube channel, gosh, she's everywhere. Psych in your car. And this has been Signposts for Living with Dr. Kirsten Hunter. There you go. There you go. Thank you, darling. Appreciate no it. Bye. Bye.